0: Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to The Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in southern Idaho. I'm Ken Lewis, the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And in the studio today is our new head coach, head soccer, men's soccer coach over at NNU in Napa, Adam Pierce. Adam, welcome to the show today. It's great to have you on the air. Good morning, Ken. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, really excited to have this opportunity. Well, I'm excited to visit with you, and uh, I'm excited about uh, uh, just uh, hearing about what God's been doing in your life. And uh, uh, I know that uh, you uh, just came on staff this last year um, uh, over at NNU. Yeah.
1: And uh,
0: that happened uh, late winter, early spring, right? Somewhere there?
1: Yeah, I think February 1st was my official official first day uh, on the job. And. rolled in here from the state of ohio and in a snowstorm and thought i brought all that midwest weather with me and and uh couldn't be more thankful to be here and uh, went through that first first spring and and learned a lot about the university and the program and uh the student athletes and and uh here we are now and a couple of weeks into our, our fall season
0: wow well i'm looking forward to hearing you talk about too about the season and the upcoming season i'm sure our listeners are as well and uh, i know that we we got to meet each other a week or two when you first got here and first got hired right
1: yeah yeah it was actually uh it was really neat because i was getting all these emails and <laughs> ken was right there right you're right there saying hey there's this coaches huddle there's this fca in the morning for coaches you need to be there come on over check it out give it a shot and uh it went okay. It's another another person I need to meet on campus. All right, I'll make my appearance and and try and and connect a little bit. And I showed up every Tuesday morning. It was yeah. great. I never turned back. What a what a blessing that well, was
0: you dived in and it was great to get to know you and uh, uh, we I know the coaches over there appreciate that and I do too it was fun and yeah we meet uh, for those who don't know we, we have a coaches huddle for the NNU coaches that we meet every Tuesday morning uh, during the school year anyway and uh, we're getting ready to kick that off this next week but yeah uh, um, yeah so so for those folks that uh, they're that just joining us here we're visiting this morning with Adam Pierce a new uh, men's soccer coach at uh, NNU, Northwest Nazarene in Napa and Adam you've had um, you've coached a lot of different places right. um, you first got you 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 played at Concordia in Portland
1: correct yes
0: and then coached there as well
1: yes as an assistant there for for two seasons uh, which was a real real treat to be able to Uh, to work with uh, Coach Berkey, who was my head coach when I was a student-athlete there, so uh, a privilege that changed from student-athlete to coaching mentor to uh, peer to uh, now we have a great, great friendship.
0: Wow. So when you played at Concordia, was it NAI? Correct. And then now they're
1: Division two right in the the great Northwest Athletic Conference like us so uh, yeah. I, I get the the privilege of uh, taking on my alma mater <laughs> so at least twice a year
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with, when you coached there were, had they made that shift to division
1: two no we were in NCAA? still in, still in the NAI at the time uh, and we were doing great in the Cascade conference in fact we won Two championships, both wow. years I was there as an assistant and went to the national tournament. So
0: you were familiar with coming over here, playing at NNU, playing the College of Idaho and Caldwell. Mm-hmm. So that was, you'd had those road trips throughout I, your playing career and your coaching career.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I had some really fond memories uh, as a student athlete coming over here to, to Nampa and playing out on Ford Field. In fact, the, uh, the dormitory had just been built in 1997, and we were... Uh, being a goalkeeper, the goal was right in front of that dorm and and uh, w- it was always i loved playing here because it was always always a blast to have kids hanging out the windows and you know kind of yelling at the goalkeeper and and I just thought it was it was fun it was a lot of fun, so a lot of positive memories uh, coming over here uh, as a coach didn 't have that opportunity as the program had been dropped for a few years at n n u yeah and so I that. yeah, so we were coming over to College of Idaho when I was the assistant mm-hmm. at uh, Concordia but uh, so NNU hadn't, hadn't restarted the program until 2007 again. So, wow. uh, so I missed out on those those chances. But um, you know the growth uh, uh, that occurred as a result of uh, that break in the program and, mm-hmm. and allowing NNU to grow as an athletic department, I think, certainly benefited the men's soccer program uh, for where we are today.
0: Wow. Well, that's neat and then you had a incredible opportunity then to go be an assistant at a division one program at oregon state there mm-hmm. in corvallis um, Yeah, and you were you had to stop there for what about four years there
1: yeah four seasons oh, almost four seasons. uh yeah four or five years it was uh we went in late summer july there's there's no good timing in in college coaching you just when the opportunity presents itself that's that's yeah. when it happens so wow. uh we ended up there for for four years and uh went to rebuild a program and and try and get some some new footing established and wow and, uh, we did we did some good work there and uh, you guys yeah had some successful seasons at Oregon State brought that
0: got the program back going yeah again, right? we,
1: yeah we got some we got some momentum going they certainly are doing a great job now uh in the NCAA tournament we did we didn't quite get there but you know finished second in the Pac-12 one year and well I think we had six or seven guys drafted uh in the first two rounds of Major League wow. Soccer at a number one overall pick, and number wow. two overall pick and so we had some real talent uh, uh which was a kind of amazing considering uh that we were in a rebuilding program. So we did wow. some great recruiting and uh just really you know found the right kids and it was, it was a it was a fun experience really. really enjoyed my time there.
0: Huh. And then you left the state of Oregon for a, a new new adventure as a head coach at a college program there in Arizona, at Emory yes. Riddle, and that what division was Emory?
1: It was NAI, It was an NAI school. Okay. Um, very unique situation. I always had this uh, this love for the state of Arizona. I always thought it was beautiful. My grandparents were there when I was when I was a kid, so I always thought it was a treat to visit. Um, but I had uh, my daughter was born while we were in in Corvallis at Oregon State, and my son was about to be born and uh division one assistant coaching is a lot of time on the road uh, a lot of recruiting and thought i needed to have a little bit greater control of my schedule and try and be more available for my wife and kids and so the opportunity to be a head coach in this uh, this state that i really loved uh uh, i i couldn't turn it down so off we went and uh, had that had that opportunity for also also four years and, and a great run and a wonderful university, and had some really uh, aeronautical, special, yeah. connections right there at that yes. school. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, an aviation industry uh, university, and, uh-huh. and they're tied to that industry uh, immensely and uh, very very successful. Uh, in fact, uh, high just, academics there too. Right? Yeah, it's a top one percent school. Yeah, uh, it's it was it was an incredible engineering university STEM program. Um, just made some great relationships with some really special kids that happened to be talented footballers as well but uh, a couple of them in fact have moved to the treasure valley and and i've been able to reconnect oh, with them and, cool. and and uh, you know renew those uh, those relationships as uh, wow. uh, as peers now instead of my instead of my players instead they're they're perish. yeah they're, they're good good kids and guys Excellent. i really enjoy being around
0: Wow, that's neat. And then you had an opportunity to go back to the Midwest and mm-hmm. to take on a different kind of situation back at at Ohio State and Duquesne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that.
1: So, you know, I wasn't looking to leave Arizona, but um, and <laughs> I, I joke about this because Ohio State actually came to me. I'd, I'd known one of the assistant coaches there previously, and they were looking for an assistant, and they offered me the job. And uh, I— I couldn't really believe that I was turning down the Ohio State University, but um, I did. And uh, I felt we had unfinished business in Arizona, and it wasn't right for my family. And uh, the hire they made didn't really work out, and so they called me again. And I thought, man, God is really really knocking me on the head here saying— Hey, I offered this to you once. You, <laughs> you got to do this. So uh, after the second offer, we uh, we ended up going out there and wow, um, and, and a very unique experience. I, like I said I wasn't looking to leave, but uh, to uh, it's the biggest athletic department in, in all of college athletics. Yeah. And the you know from the
0: Ohio State. Yeah, it was <laughs> university.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a very unique experience. You can't really explain it unless you're on the inside of it. And certainly as a as a uh, as an olympic sport men's soccer mm-hmm. um you know y- you don't have all of the resources that you know football has at at, at even small schools and so mm-hmm. to be in that environment where uh even if you still don't have the resources of football you've got uh you've got quite a big purse to pull from so yeah. it was uh it was a special experience and um unfortunately the head coach uh stepped down and retired while we were there and that meant we all retired <laughs> and uh so i had the chance to join a uh a, a good peer uh coaching friend and who we've really developed a strong friendship uh uh as and a that result was at Duquesne, yeah going over to, to duquesne university in pittsburgh and working with coach chase brooks and um you know our the going over there we just had a mutual agreement which was uh uh, we're not, you know, come over here and work as long as you want. And when the right door opens, we're not going to stand in your wow, way. rolling are to support you. Yeah. So really it, open. <laughs> yeah. It was special. It was really special. And we had a good run over there and, and we, we got things moving in the right direction. In fact, they're off to their best start in, in close to program history. I think it's their second best start ever right now. So wow. I think we, we, you know, got some momentum, right. With, uh, uh, the, some of the recruiting and things like that. And, uh, so yeah really, really, quite a journey for me, very nomadic and but ultimately, you know this opportunity opened up here at n n u and and uh I only had the one fall at at duquesne and and now we're here, and i I couldn't be happier
0: wow, well. Welcome again, Idaho. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Nampa and Northwest Nazarene. And you know, it's funny, I uh my one of my last years as a head coach at Acuna High School, I got to take one of our wrestlers who had been a two time state champ, Sam McArt senior, back to the national senior uh uh wrestling championships. And they actually they hosted it there at Duquesne back in the late nineties. Oh wow. And uh so got to go back to Pittsburgh and and see that university, and yeah. right in the middle of
1: Pittsburgh. It's really unique. It's as downtown as it gets. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's really. It was a fun experience. Yeah, to take Sam back there and have him wrestle, and we spent I don't know about three or four days back there at Nationals.
1: It's a special place, really, really unique place, and uh, it's neat for for me. We've got some great ambition right now. Uh, uh, not that we need it anymore, but the <laughs> Division Two. Uh, semifinal and championship match for men's soccer this year is right there uh, in Pittsburgh at the oh, RiverHound wow. Stadium, which is you can see it from the Duquesne yeah. campus. So I'd love to go back and and uh, have some have some local supporters on our side. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs>
0: well, folks, if you're just joining us here this morning here on Heart of the Athlete uh, 94.1 FM, um, we're visiting this morning with Adam Pierce, the new men's soccer coach at NNU in Nampa. Well, Adam, um, tell us a little bit. Of course, you know we mentioned earlier that you you played soccer at Concordia uh, University over in Portland and uh, grew up in the Portland area. Mm-hmm. How did you get involved in sports? And, and, and was it always soccer, or did you do other things? And and how did it? How did you gravitate? Or how did the Lord have you gravitate to soccer?
1: It's it, it, soccer was never part of my my family background. My my father was a kind of typical uh, American high school kid. Uh, you know football, baseball, basketball, track um, I suppose more track football and basketball than than anything really but uh, had never played soccer. My, my mom didn't play soccer uh, but our neighbor played soccer and it was one of those things that uh, you could sign them up for young and so we did and uh, I just liked it and I loved being a goalkeeper. I thought it was cool to put on a different colored shirt and uh, the gloves and I. And just, you're
0: a little taller aren't you
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm uh, six two plus so um, that that helped me that helps helped, you in that yeah uh, in in soccer that's uh, on the taller side so yeah. that was a good thing for sure um and i i played a little basketball i played some baseball um and i enjoyed them but i i always found that uh they were kind of in the way of soccer. <laughs> I just liked it. I liked playing it. I liked watching it. Uh-huh. Um, and I grew up, grown up in Portland when I did, it was a special time. The old uh, Timbers from the NASL days, a lot of those guys had retired and stayed in town and they got into coaching. And so uh, I was privileged to just by the the convenience of proximity, have some really special uh, mentors and coaches that mm-hmm. uh, were really accomplished professionals in their day and and just helped me grow this and develop this passion and love for the game and that was that was uh just a a unique experience and so yeah, about uh i think seventh grade i i'd probably quit playing everything else and i just, just focused on just soccer. focused on soccer and wow. i'd, I'd and and I don't regret it either. I, I wish I'd picked up golf a, a little bit earlier because I, I certainly have a golf yeah, obsession. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, it was always just always soccer. Yeah.
0: Well, and you got uh, playing at Concordia. You also got to play a little professionally, too, right?
1: Yeah, briefly. Um, the Actually, the Portland Timbers uh, restarted in, in the second division at the time was called the A-League and uh, i'd come back from a a surgery i was trying to make my way into a professional career overseas and um and you know, I came back home and had some surgeries, and yeah. and uh, as all athletes do at some point, and uh, had this opportunity with the Timbers, and and I, I don't try and uh, over embellish my ability or or professional career. It was it was uh, modest uh, to say the best, uh, but it, I was a backup, and I and I plugged away at it, and mm-hmm. yeah, I can check the box that somebody somebody paid me at some point but uh not not well but <laughs> they at least gave me a check every month wow. so uh yeah it was it was a it was a very positive experience and mm. something I'm I'm proud of it was certainly a goal as a as a young person to yeah. to accomplish that um but uh you know I think it ultimately is uh, really part of my my greater testimony is, right. is that particular experience in fact
0: mm-hmm. well Adam how um how was it that you came to know Jesus Christ as mm-hmm. your Lord and Savior? What brought you to the to foot of to the foot of the cross? It's uh,
1: it, it's been a really interesting journey for me because I wasn't raised in the church. Um, my my parents were amazing amazing people, and I was very blessed to have such loving, caring parents that supported me and provided me a, a foundation and structure that was uh, and 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 love that was unmatched and I, and I was aware of it too as a kid of how fortunate I was and unrelated to one another uh, as I was you know moving around and pursuing this dream and everything we both then ended up in a walk uh, where Jesus was pulling at all of us uh, and whether we were kind of talking about it or supporting each other in it uh, it was more like hey we all go to church now and we didn't realize it and my my story was that I'd you know i went to a, a christian university and you know, i did the theology classes and uh there were certainly wow. christians on campus but I, I never uh made that decision i never uh engaged fully uh in that part of of uh my educational opportunity or in those relationships and there was uh, actually the starting goalkeeper on, on that team matt napoleon who's still a very close friend of mine uh he had played in major league soccer and he played in the olympics and uh he was this you know great professional and he was making good money and everything wow. that i wanted everything mm-hmm. that i thought i was i was after and we'd come back into the locker room after practice and i would want to talk about the the session or the next workout or whatever we had going and all he wanted to talk about was jesus wow and i couldn't figure out why hmm. and i thought man I've got all of these temptations of, uh, you know, this, this, uh, you know, money, power, fame that I thought was (laughs) minor league soccer. And uh, this guy just wanted to talk about Jesus. And I finally said, well, I just want to be around him. And and what's his story like? And because I'm trying to be, you know, this great pro and he's already had all that and all he wants to talk about is jesus so wow. i said all right fine i'll sit down with you let, let me hear it mm-hmm. and next thing you know we're going to a bible study and we start going to church together and uh then my my wife and i start going to church with he, he and his wife and it just kind of blossomed from there and then come to find out there was six or eight other players on the team that were also christians and we all kind of started going to a Bible study together started and fellowship yeah wow, <laughs> I went wow these are this is different, and it just it blossomed from there That's and special. yeah, and it it uh it, it for some reason took that voice of uh, of uh, somebody saying no this all this other stuff isn't important. look, I've already done it it's, <laughs> it's not important, this is what's important. Yeah. this is the guy you got to know and uh, i twenty two years old. I made that decision and and just felt God pulling at my heart. And I said, Now I I know who Jesus is now.
0: Wow. That's a great story. Yeah. Thank you. That peer to peer influence in your life, you know, of of, a player. Isn't that interesting how, you know, sometimes we don't always realize the impact that we have on those around us? Yeah. And uh, uh, I heard it said, you know, obviously to, you know, preach the, the gospel at all times with our actions, but also with our our words as as mm-hmm. well and, and and matt did that to you he certainly did that to you didn't
1: he? absolutely yeah absolutely didn't and uh you know part of that uh, that relationship uh you know he still holds me accountable and and how are you how are you leading and how are you you uh incorporating your walk and your journey and wow. and your uh leadership for for christ into your coaching and mm-hmm. and you know and there's plenty of times when i've let him know i failed I, you know <laughs> i should have done better here and i didn't yeah. and uh and and that part's been really special too to have somebody that that uh at the competitive level uh can really get it and, yeah. and really appreciate it and uh and that that's just been a neat it's been a neat relationship over the years and and uh to to maintain and and know that yeah, soccer might have been the reason that that, or the excuse probably that brought us together. And when when ultimately the reason is, it was yeah. all part of God's greater plan to yeah. you know to uh, bring me my own salvation.
0: That's neat to hear about that accountability that you guys had with that, and then also that it sounds like he was discipling and pouring into you. And I know um, this last spring, just getting to know you, um, I just got a, a sense early on that that God had a calling on you as a coach, that it's not just a job. Right. You were called to coach. And uh, tell us a little bit about that, how that all happened for you. And I would say, actually, we just have a few minutes left, but oh, you know, geez. yeah, tell, <laughs> tell us a little bit about that, about your call, your calling to coach.
1: It, uh, coaching for me, you know, I had, I had a very positive experience, um, and not always a perfect experience, but a positive experience, certainly with uh, my, my coaches and mentors. And uh, I always wanted to recreate that and share that. Um, and w- what what I'd learned through my walk with the Lord and through my coming to know Jesus and the greater purpose of life was that soccer and coaching – uh, was my vehicle and my platform to share this message, um, and soccer and, and sports in general provide us this opportunity to to learn so many different life lessons. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this for me was the I believe coaching is the highest form of education because you you, you deal with the the young person in my case the student athlete at the emotional edges the the book ends and you get very time, very little time with them in the middle when when it's somewhat neutral and uh, what an opportunity there for us to lean on Christ when things are, are aren't going so well mm-hmm. and in and in particular when they're going great to be able to to give praise and 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 celebrate him for for his grace and, and mercy because we know that ultimately it's not our doing that, yeah. that those victories happen. Yeah. And, uh, um, but it's, uh, it's a special privilege to be able to, to coach in that way and to be able to, uh, participate in, in a young person's life and, and help them understand and grow in that way and, and allow them to develop, to be the best person that they can be, mm-hmm. uh, so that they can then go out and serve others. And, yeah. and, and hopefully, uh, Disciple the others as well.
0: Wow, we're excited to have you here in Napa at NNU, and I know you guys are off to a pretty good start. And you've got a game actually today here on Saturday, Saturday uh, this afternoon, yep. right? And uh, you guys are you guys are one and one right now.
1: One and one right now, Had and a
0: couple of exhibition games
1: prior to that. Correct. Yeah we we went on the road last week, played in Los Angeles, Cal State LA, and Biola University, and and split on that trip. A lot of a lot of theater and excitement in that that second match to get the the victory, which yeah, was sounds great. Sounds like
0: you got scored like three goals or so in, in the last twenty minutes. Last
1: so. twenty minutes, yeah, I was, <laughs> and and really dramatic for the the game winner as well, uh, with about a fifty five yard shot oh. uh, from Garrison Lee to to uh, surprise the opposing <laughs> wow. goalkeeper, um, and then we played number seventeen ranked uh, Colorado Mesa uh, on campus at NNU. 12 noon it's actually a great day of soccer out there our women's program is also hosting uh, uh, a couple programs so there's there's uh, three matches back to back to back and we wow. kick it off at noon wow. uh, with a with a really exciting contest an opportunity to to showcase who we are and, and where we are as a program and and ultimately just to go out there and and do our best <laughs> well that's great well adam man the time
0: has gone by so fast and yes uh, man, it's been uh, just a a pleasure and a blessing to just to hear about what God's been doing in your life and the the journeys He's had you on through soccer and uh, influencing athletes' lives, soccer players' lives, and uh, uh, I uh, I marvel at that and how you know a soccer player has become a soccer coach, you know, God is using you to impact other soccer players for Him, so. So thank you. Thanks for taking time to be on the air and be on the heart of the athlete today.
1: It's been my absolute pleasure, Ken, and it's uh, it's, it's a real treat to be able to share my my testimony and story. And uh, I always want to let people know that you know God's timing is perfect, and uh, He's going to keep pulling at your heart. So. Yeah. Uh, just listen and let him in
0: well it's been fun to get you started involved in FCA here too at NNU and, and uh, I'm sure down the road we're, we're, you know, it'll be fun we'll, we'll get you more involved with that at times Can't with wait. soccer and, and FCA so folks if you're interested in getting more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho um, you can go to our website at fcaidaho.org well Adam thanks again for being on Heart of Athlete today thank you thanks for listening today